Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. This episode is brought to you by Studio. Studio is a Swedish company making headphones that look as good as they sound, and our listeners can get a 15% discount on any purchase using the code HOLIGAY. That's H O L I G A Y. They ship worldwide, so check them out at studio, S U D I O.com. Now let's start the episode. We'll work on that. We will, let's manifest that for 2019. Okay. Sorry, I've been on Instagram a lot lately, and now I'm talking like a, a wanderlust white girl when I say, let's manifest that. I love it. <laughs> I love when Sarah's white girl comes out. I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, the podcast that keeps you warm all winter long by setting the patriarchy on fire. I'm Carolyn Bergier. I'm Sarah York. And today we're diking out with fashion influencer Stray about style. Uh, Stray is the fashion blogger at stylewithstray.com, and we are so excited to have her here. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. (laughs) This is so exciting. I've been like wanting an Mm -hmm. episode. I mean, we've kind of like touched a little bit on stuff. We had a hats episode. We had a hair episode. Sort of orbiting topics of style, but never like actually dug into like style yeah. as a whole. Uh, a couple quick announcements. Just a, a reminder that uh, we do have a live show coming up. That's not like an official diking out show, but it's all diking out past guests doing stand up wearing suits. Uh, the show is called Three Piece Suit. It's at eight p.m. December nineteenth. That's a Wednesday at Ceremony in uh, Brooklyn. I think it's like technically Bushwick, uh, but it's going to be. Amazing, and we encourage go, everybody sure. to wear a suit. Yes. It's not just for performers. Uh, go, if only to see Sydney Washington, our past guest in a suit, oh because her style is so on point with everything yes. she does. And I cannot wait to see what she's wearing. Also, uh, Sarah Kennedy's fiance is going to be there, and she told me that she bought a suit that's like an outer space suit. It has like. Uh, planets and stuff on it and what? I'm very excited for that as well. You can get so something like that. It's just going to be a buffet <laughs> of suits. Wow. It's like catnip for femmes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like me and well, yeah, true. never went yeah. for lesbians in suits, but now I want to be a lesbian in a suit. Yeah, and I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying. Um and then that same week, actually that Monday, uh, two of our past guests are going to be at Powerhouse Arena in Dumbo for their memoir Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess if you're at home, guess who it is. I'll give you three seconds. What two past guests have been authors? Yes, you are right. This you is like right. blue, this is. is like Blues Clues. <laughs> it is Garrett Conley and Lane Moore. Yeah, they'll be talking about their books. Um, we hope you've read them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, check them out um, because of 
the movie Boy Erased being out right now. Uh, his book is being featured again at bookstores. I think it was uh, like number six on the New York Times. Mm-hmm. And Lane uh, is definitely hitting bestseller list for uh, memoirs and essays right now. So uh, you can find those books at probably any bookstore. And um, if you're in New York, go to this event and yeah. see them. And um, I'm going to try to make it out because those are two lovely people. Um, mm-hmm. And it's good to, to support lovely queers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so speaking of, we've both read How to Be Alone now. Yes. Uh, probably the most like deeply entertaining thing I've read in a long time. And not not in like a... It's, it is funny. It is laugh out loud funny in some parts, but it's also like really like emotionally gripping in other parts. It'll yeah. pretty much take you on the entire journey. So yeah. I think it would make an excellent Christmas gift for like anyone you've ever cared about. Um, so yeah, I would go to Amazon and get that sucker right now. It's, uh, it's really, really funny. And it's, it kind of took me out of this. This is really embarrassing, but um, I've had this problem finishing books for like the last two or three years. Yeah. It's me. Yeah. It's, I mean, <laughs> me I don't too. know what it is. I, I Maybe it's a lesbian a thing. conspiracy <laughs> theory in my head that like, that I'm, I'm becoming sick from social media, like, and the instant, you know, like Twitter, Instagram is making my attention span so. That's mm-hmm. not a conspiracy theory. I, there are I like mean, studies that. I, I know, but like, I just, I still feel like, it's like, I feel like my brain is like, I, is like shutting down from social media sometimes. Yeah, and it's then a I lot. Get, yeah. Yeah. So I have, and I used to just devour books. I used to read constantly. I would read like a, I would literally read like a novel a week until I was like wow. in my late twenties. Yeah. And then I just stopped and I don't know, you know, it's been so long since I've literally finished a whole book and mm-hmm. I, and I got through Lane's book in like three days and it was wow. the first book that I finished in like a couple of years. Because, yeah. So I feel like I've, I'm like, okay, so I know I can do this. Yeah. It's still there, right? It just takes the right one. Yeah. It really is, um, a fun read mm-hmm. and a fun one to, to get through. And even though it's, it's like a collection of personal essays, but I'm always like, wait, what happens next? Because yeah. like within the the essays, you're like, oh my god, how how does this turn out? It is um, deeply relatable on some levels, um, yeah, and, and some not so much. But I but that's I mean, it's it's just a really really fascinating collection of of work. It's, it's especially amazing. if you grew up in the '90s. It is sprinkled with '90s oh, yeah. references. The that pop culture references will send you. I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. I, f- I feel like Lane was like who I wanted to be in high school. Oh, totally. Like we liked all the same things, but I was nowhere near that cool. No. I would have been yeah. very, very afraid to go talk to her in high school. Probably. Yeah, yeah, um, I would have been too scared. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's one that I think you should definitely order on Amazon, like right now, and it's on uh, audiobook as well, and on Audible, and in local libraries. Cool, go for it. And Boy Erased. And Boy Erased. Oh my God, I yes. still haven't seen the movie. I am the worst podcast host ever uh, because uh, I told him I would see go the movie. See it. I know. It's finding time to see a movie is just like... It's good. Is it good? I heard it it was really good. Yes, it's good. And it's just the... It's so interesting because he's getting um, both a lot of praise and a lot of shit for it from Mm -hmm. all different angles. So it's like... There are people who have been um, through conversion therapy that are like, yes, thank you. And then there are people in the gay community who maybe haven't been through it, but are like, why are you making it seem like, like, why are you humanizing the people mm-hmm. involved in this? Because mm-hmm. it treats his parents as, you know, sympathetic characters not, or um, like a little bit sympathetic, but also it's like people aren't black and white mm-hmm. most of the time, right? They're not like a hundred percent good, a hundred percent evil. And mm-hmm. you see his parents are portrayed like they, 
they were doing what they thought was was right, right at the time. They weren't like these monsters that were like, we don't want any gays mm-hmm. in our, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, uh, our son needs help. And the people in our life are saying that like, this is going to help him. But like, but he's not like making excuses for them right? either. And they, you kind of see like their own journey of like realizing like w- what they've done and the impact that it's had. So it, it's just like such a real version of like how life actually works mm-hmm. um, and those kind of things mm-hmm. that, that things are kind of nuanced and relationships with parents and like, people can learn are very like, complicated. Yeah. 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 Um, and that, you know, he still has like a relationship with um, like a better relationship with his mom, but with his dad, it's still like a struggle, mm-hmm. but all of that's portrayed in a way that I think is like very, uh, interesting, and even if you haven't been through conversion therapy, like you can relate to it with with other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people who are like pro conversion therapy are like, <laughs> these people are just trying to help. Why are you making it dramatic and making it sound like it's a bad thing mm-hmm. when, meanwhile, like how many suicides were yeah, exactly. caused by right. um, you know making these teenage the kids hate gonna, themselves right enough At the very to least kill I'm themselves? Glad that his story has gotten has you know became like a, a feature film all over the country because I think that at the very least it can shine a light on like the roaches which yeah. are these organizations that yeah. do this. Yeah. Because I think most people don't realize that this shit is still happening. Yeah. And whatever anything that can be done to get like the public attention kind of like aware of yeah. conversion therapy and the many like insidious little twisty arms of it, you know, via organized religion or, or whatever kind of programs these are the better because every state needs legislation about this. Yeah. Like this shit is, should be illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think should, they should be held civilly liable in court. I yeah. mean, if you know, uh, from like suicides that result from this kind of thing, I think you should be able to take them to court and sue them for it. Yeah. So I've not criminally liable. I haven't listened to it yet, but he does have his, uh, Garrett has a podcast called Unerased now. I know we've mentioned it before and he had the, um, the leader of love in action, the, the name of the um, conversion mm-hmm. therapy place um, who like was an ex gay, but now he lives with his husband, I think in Texas or yeah. something. And he had him um, mm. on his podcast. I have it downloaded. I haven't listened to it yet, but, but I can't one. wait. Yeah. Um, and I know Garrett's really proud of that work. So, yeah. so take a listen if you have a time for that. Um, and I feel like this intro is very focused on our past guests. But, uh, but our guests are awesome cool. and we're so proud of them for doing big things. <laughs> because I want to hear about, you went to Tinder Live last night. Yes, I did. Which is oh Lane Marsh show. God. It was the funniest thing I've seen live in a very, very long time. Yeah. It is fucking hilarious. So yeah. that was her last show. So Lane Moore has a live show called Tinder Live. Which is is what you can imagine. Um, she, we talked about it on the episode. Yeah, we talked about it. So you should know. Basically, it was just so funny, and it's and it's a show that is like ninety percent improvised, which was like the best part of it. Um, because I don't like it's not improv, but it's because improv is painful. <laughs> but it's uh, sorry, Karina. Uh, Karina is deeply offended. Karina stormed out of here. <laughs> improv is a huge part of Karina's life right now. Um, <laughs> No, it was. It Karina's was truly also wearing like, flannel. Good choice. Yeah, she's really into it today. We're she's so got happy her plaid on. Yeah, Karina's on point. You can take the girl out of Minnesota. Um, <laughs> and so, she hates us. Continue. Sorry, we're just roasting Karina. Now. I know, I'm like, <laughs> in the hot seat. But anyway, it was like it was one of the most like just fresh, inventive, 
hilarious things. I firmly believe it will be its own TV show someday. It should be. I don't know why it's not. Um, and yeah, the audience was just oh, like, like singled dying. out. Oh my god, it would be so much. It would be like it kind of in that vein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like just, that that energy. That energy for sure. It was yeah. high, high energy the entire time. Her panelist, uh, co- the, the three comics on stage, were really funny. It was amazing. Anyway, five stars. How is that not a show? Um, I don't know because men get their own shows and <laughs> women in comedy uh, rarely do. Right. So that's the only reason I think. Um, otherwise, it should absolutely and will, I believe. Speaking of things I'm manifesting in 2019, be its own show. That reminds me of a story uh, my friend Danae told me about how she went to like this event and they were specifically like they were asking people to uh, pitch shows and mm-hmm. it was for um, comedians and performers of color and uh, she pitched this idea for a game show where the um, the winners get their um, student loans. Relieved. Oh my god! I would Ooh. knife fight a stranger to win that. Um, <laughs> I need that. I, mean, <laughs> I need that. It, it is a show. Oop, I'm drowning in it. Yeah. <laughs> it is a show created and hosted by a white man now. Of course. But she pitched it to them, and it was the same network. What? And she pitched That's it bullshit. two years before this show came on air. And and he, it's not like they and and she like looked into this and talked to people mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, it's not like he somehow got wind of the idea or anything right. like that. It's like he independently did come up with it. He has like this whole story of like how mm-hmm. his student loan debt, whatever. But the thing is that this channel was like, yes, we want to make more opportunities for, for women and minorities mm-hmm. and pitch us your ideas. Yeah. Send us and your then, free ideas. And, and then, then we're, we'll take it from the day. And then we're dismissive of that. But <laughs> right. then a white guy comes along with and is like, idea. I have so this idea. Right. And they're like, yes, let's make it a show. And I know people who worked on it also, uh, both white men. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. Yeah. I mean, the, that's annoying. That's terrible. Yeah. They got like Winklevoss out of their idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, Man, I know. know. Anyway, Um, and oh, one more quick thing I want to bring up because I had a fascinating conversation that I I texted you this about uh, Mm -hmm. yesterday with somebody um, in the comedy community, and they were telling me about um, again. Got to feel bad for straight women sometimes. Um, Man, I really do. That the plight, (laughs) the plight of the straight woman. It's a struggle. It's a hard struggle. It's a struggle. So she was telling me about how much porn, in her experience, has ruined men. And like sexually. Sexually. Yeah. And uh, how she can tell the difference between uh, a guy who, like, grew up with free access to, you know, streaming porn mm-hmm. and those who didn't. I'm like, is it Which just Which is like, basically just an age breakdown. Like, yeah. That's, I'm that's like, a pretty clear cut. Like, you had internet when you were a teenager <laughs> and you didn't. And it's different. Yeah. As soon as a guy starts jackhammering you, you're like, oh, oh I guess you've been watching porn. Imagine. Yeah. I've heard from multiple straight women that that's like totally a thing. Yeah. Well, so she said it's not only that, but that their dicks are less sensitive. Because of all the jerking off? Yes. And that it's harder for them. It's harder for them to get off. Oh. Because like porn has ruined them. So they have a much harder time um, coming. Whoa. That's. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that that would be the effect of it. I would think it would. 
I, I never thought I know that was so the first time I heard dicks. that. I know. <laughs> right? I know. That was the so first not. time. That was the first time I heard that. I would uh, be better. I would have a better shot at like repairing an airplane engine <laughs> than doing anything with a dick. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, so those those man penises are just um, guys are really they're doing themselves a disservice by watching are. so much fucking porn. They are. They are. They're just, or at the very least, you, you can watch and consume that kind of thing. That's fine. Porn's for everyone, but don't think that that's reality. Like, right. you need to understand that, like, that's not actually how sex works. She's right. not actually getting off. Well, <laughs> She's an actress. That, that's what I was telling her, because I'm like, lesbians, I mean, as far as I know, listeners or, like, queer women, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we do not get our moves from porn. Like, right? <laughs> None of us learned how to pleasure another woman through Right, right. No, we learned it through not. communication through with communication the other woman. With <laughs> through body. Yeah, uh, yeah through yourself. observing. Yeah, yeah. Through, yeah, like trying different things together. Yeah. Through just being present while yeah. you're having sex. Right. You know, we, we, we weren't having like... Having enthusiastic consent. Like, all these concepts that are not exactly a big thing in in like main in the and what I consider to be the kind of porn these guys are probably watching. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure you know. Yes, I know. Apparently, there's porn that's made for lesbians. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But that's oh not my god! How I've tried to watch are. some of that, and it is. I haven't. So porn makes me it's sad. Hard to watch, it's but. so weird. I don't. It's like there's dialogue. It's just it's oh. not. Oh, dialogue. Okay, but it's not good dialogue. <laughs> yeah, so di- it's the L word. Yeah, basically. Were you just watching basically, the L word? Lower production value. Yeah. And there's this, like, bad and Tina, and I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's this character, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The L word did have good sex scenes, though. It did. They're good. I, I would like a reimagining of them now. Like, I think like they see could. see them now? Yeah. Like, I feel like now, like, I, I think that, like, sex scenes now could be a little bit more. I think that people are doing more on TV now. Like, I think there's not as much, um. Like censor because I feel like it was very shoulders up, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was all implied. Right. But I bet you could do like a better sex scene now on like an HBO show or even like a Netflix show. Yeah, that's I'm, all I want. One of my favorite <laughs> sex scenes on the L Word was when um like Tina and but it was like one of their reunion fucks. Uh, oh my god, those were so good. Those are so good, but yeah. but like it was also really funny because. Uh, Tina says something. I, I forget the exact word, but she she's just like, "I want you to fuck me." And then Tina's like, "Were they in the water?" Was this no, the, oh, no, okay. it wasn't the water. They they were like at Tina's or no at Bet's place. Bet was cooking. I don't know. And then they're yes. having sex. And then like Tina just like says something like, "I want you to fuck me." And then she's like. Oh, since when do you talk dirty? I was like, what? That's, that's not, not dirty. dirty talk. Right. And I was like, She's wow. That's like a midday text. Yeah. Like, that's not even. I was like, is oh this how tame your, yes. your love life Pretty was? Much. Yeah. Like, like you guys, come on. Come on, ladies. Yeah. I saw you guys in the first episode. Don't yeah. tell me that you, <laughs> you're not telling each other what you want I in wanna the hear, moment. Yeah. That's the, that's the director's cut commentary I want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what we thought was here's what was too dirty for Showtime, and so we had to reduce <laughs> it to let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was enlightening. That was fun. Yeah. Now, now you know. Uh, the more you know. Let's talk about style. Let's do it. With straight yes. style, let's straight. Do it. Yes. So let's start off with what was your evolution to kind of finding your style and coming into your own style. Um, I would say, well, 
I well, I like shopping in the men's department, and um, mm-hmm. it's the men's pants that I like struggled with. It's just like they don't fit my body, and mm-hmm. I, I have a butt, so it's just it's there. And you know, the men's jeans are like pretty narrow. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I get frustrated because I would go and I see the mannequin, and I'm like, ooh, like that's the look I'm going for. Let me try on these jeans, and yeah. like it either be like you know that little space area between the back where it's either like too. Big on the waist and then mm-hmm. too tight on the hips or whatever. So I was just never getting the look I wanted. So I was just like, you know what? I want to um, start making my own pants. Like I didn't know how to sew. And I yeah. was just like, I'm just going to learn how to do this and make pants that look the way that I want them to look. And then I was just kind of like, oh, okay, this is kind of a look going on. So yeah. I kind of just like was going with it and it was fun. It was kind of therapeutic. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would say sewing is what I was just like, okay, I'm paying attention to the garments. I'm paying mm-hmm. attention to how things fit on my body and what looks good for me. So, And like, how old were you when? 24. When started, 24, cool. okay. I'm 28 now. So so before that, um, like like when, when did you start shopping in the men's section and being like, oh, what's being sold to me mm-hmm. is like what I'm supposed to wear is bullshit? Right. Um, I'd say 19. 19. 19, yeah. yeah. I was I was really into Zoomies, like, obsessed. Like, yeah. I don't know, the skater look, I was just, I was yeah. all about it. I was yeah. all about it. Skinny jeans, big shirt, all yeah. that. But, yeah, it, it's been a process, let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you mentioned that you went to private school. Oh, yeah. So you had to wear a uniform, which is my <laughs> dream because I, uh-uh. style, like. Yeah, that would have, that, that probably would have helped me in high school. Yeah. Only because I didn't have any kind of style but it would have I had helped no me blend style because I yeah. stood out so yeah. awkwardly that <laughs> I had like, so much anxiety right. about picking me. up clothing yeah. that I would have loved someone to be like yeah. nope, you have to wear this every day yeah. that's why I loved my part-time jobs because I'm like polo shirt yes yeah <laughs> nice and simple yeah. yeah yeah I don't know I yeah so all four years public well private catholic yeah. Um, all girls, like, which sounds great, but like not when you're like just going through some things in life. Yeah. yeah. So um, you're like a creative kid too. Like, yeah. you, want, you know, some kids are just not like, I wouldn't, I probably would have been fine with that, but yeah. it, it would really stifle kids who want to express themselves. Right. In it's that like way. you want to, like, I would, a thing we did was um, you would wear uh, boxers underneath your little like uh it was a plaid skirt or whatever so i'd wear like these like outrageous men's boxers underneath and like make sure my skirt was up high enough so you could see them i know but like (laughs) so ridiculous right like (laughs) now i think about it i was like what was i really trying to give yeah yeah i love that yeah that's (laughs) That's great i had like a spongebob pair with like wording yes not cute. But I mean, I had underwear underneath. Those They were like shorts. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was just a way to be like, oh, like, what are you doing? Like, just to spice it up. Like, I had to do something because I just felt so weird and I hated skirts and like, it just yeah. was not fun or cute. But then they finally like let us wear pants. So I was just like, it would be 90 degrees and like, I'm wearing my pants. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can't wear the skirt. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it definitely like, you know, it's hard to stand out as a individual when you're looking like everyone else and you just it was predominantly white too so mm-hmm. I just where, I don't did, know. where was this this was in Maryland so okay. I'm originally from Maryland yeah yeah and I absolutely hated high school and not because it was a bad school but just because it was it was a hard time yeah, yeah. you're not able to express yourself the way you want to you're kind of figuring things out I came out at a young age so yeah I I knew I was gay already and but I my mom 
wasn't like about it at that time. So yeah. she, it was kind of like forbidden, even though I was at all-girls all school. It was like, it's there, but you can't touch. And yeah. Yeah. it's just like, okay, all these, you know, preppy girls have their boyfriends and that's what you bring to dances. So like trying to be straight was just like, ugh. Yeah, Thinking I remember about it those, now, I'm like, the, the most, I went to like just a public school, but um, in the Midwest. And I remember specifically those events, like dances, Ugh. just activated like the deepest part of anxiety yes. that I had. And I didn't even really fully make the connection yet that Same. I was gay. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really know until I was about 19 or so, mm-hmm. but there was a very palpable like, oh shit, I have to go through this, this I guess rite of passage of mm-hmm. bringing a boy, like going to dance with a boy, right. yeah. having to be asked to a dance by a boy, which right. boys were not even fucking looking at me, much less <laughs> asking me to dances. I was the friend that was like begrudgingly asked when like three girls said no. And it's like, I guess I'll just take my friend who's a girl. Oh no. Yeah. So, you know, it, that's like kind of one of, <laughs> yeah. but it was fine. I remember thinking like, oh, thank God I had just have one of these to bring with me yeah. so that I'd look normal. Right. I, I feel like pressure I to boys. like dance with at least one guy. I'm like, all right, who I would here? never can dance I, with anyone. Can I dance with just like one slow song so that at the end of the night when everybody's talking about the boys they danced with, you they're not like, some... Carolyn, what's your problem? Yeah. Right. Like you hit you know? the quota, like you did right. it, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. Dances are terrible. It was awful. And we had, like, this, like, uh, all-boys school that was, like, up on the hill, not too far away. So they'd always come and, like, have their girlfriends there. Just, like, just didn't feel it. I wouldn't fit in. I just, uh. I feel like, yeah, there must be in an all-girl Catholic school, too, like, a lot of pressure to conform because Mm -hmm. not only is everybody, like, wearing the same thing, but, like, um, a lot of the same expectations are placed on everyone where like in, in a public school where there are kind of like, oh, the goths and, and yeah, the, yeah. and we have our factions you can for like, sure. yeah, you can find like your little group, but that yeah. would probably be harder if everyone's like, well, I was also you know, able yeah. to kind of use the whole like sporty girl thing to yeah. like dress a little bit more masculine. Like nice. I wear yeah. basketball shorts and a hoodie like every day to school because nice. that's like just what I wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. And it's but you could like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like still what I like to do. Yeah. So I was sort of able to like get through it in that way of like, oh, she's just like athletic. Sometimes right, she's right. She's just a big homo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine oh, that when you have to wear a uniform every day, then the clothing that you wear outside of school or that you get to pick becomes like that much more important, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was still trying to conform and be this person that, sure. like, I didn't want to be. So, like, I was trying to experiment with style. Like, I remember I had these red pants that were, like, bells, like, so gross. But, like, <laughs> I was like, this is fun and different. Like, I can't wait to wear them. But then I, like, I, pu- I would put them on and I'm like, I am so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would always be so uncomfortable because on Fridays was dress down day. So oh, okay. I'd go to Wet Seal and oh, yeah. 21 to get my little, you know, those... Your little, little camisole tops yep. or whatever, but I would feel uh, so weird. I wore too many camisole tops uh, in high uh, school. I, can't. I see pictures so and I'm like, how did anybody let me go to school in this like Seriously. camisole tops? And these really like, had like spaghetti straps. Oh yeah. my gosh. With Who, your like bra the, showing. Oh my yeah. god. Like the early Who was 2000s? letting us do uh. that? We were too young for that. Like what? Were we, it was so um, bad. I mean, I'm liberal as I'll get out, but like somebody cover my shoulders. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> that's like, those were just silly. Oh my God. Those yeah. Were so silly. Um, so I exclusively shop in the men's section as yeah. well. Um, so when you like, when you, is it, is it primarily pants that you find yourself kind of like, cause mine, is, my problem is shirts. Yeah. Um, because I have D boobs, but I like to wear like button ups, yeah. you know? 
Um, so that's kind of been like my real only like thing in right. the men's section because I do I get that, that but, awkward like kind of they, they don't they don't split apart but like every once in a while a it's button that button come right yeah you know oh my gosh I can't yeah, see it have you heard worst. of Karen Finch no no okay well I. I like. I guess I model for them sometimes. I don't. Cool. I, I, feel, I feel weird about saying that because I'm like I'm not a model. I'm just whatever. But if you know, you are totally a model. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to be modest. So yeah, I take so we're here photos with, um, with a Karen model. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're also uh, my friends as well. So you should check them out because okay. they make uh, uh, men's inspired wear for the queer, presenting, yeah. um, masculine presenting, uh, the queer community. So they, they'll just be like. They make it so that you don't have that extra yeah, boob okay, so, cool. But it fits the shoulders, right? It's like a little it more fabric the, right in the front. Yeah, like, I don't That's know. That's all I need. It feels so good. That will, like, complete like, my life, I yes, think, if I could find you that. You would love, and they yeah. have really good styles. So, like, cool. I'm, like, plugging them. Karen Finch, go check them out. Great. <laughs> yeah. They're really good. But I do, sometimes, because um, I'm shorter, mm-hmm. and, like, my waist is short, so I do have that, like, issue with shirts as well. But sometimes I'm just, like, just tuck it in. Yeah. If it, because, like, I have hips, so like it'll flare at the bottom, and some shirts they just can't be worn out. I mm-hmm. gotta tuck it in real quick. So yeah, but yeah, mainly pants. Have you noticed? I shop. Um, I get a lot of like kind of my basic like plain, you know, like solid color stuff at like H and M because I know my size there. Yeah, and, I, and it's inexpensive, and I could. I hate I, shopping. Just I don't like shopping. Yeah, I like to go in, grab it, and leave. Mm-hmm. And I know my size is there, but. Have you noticed a different, a huge disparity in quality between the men's clothing and women's clothing at like big retailers like that? Yeah, like, like it's size like it's wise kind of crazy. The, no, I just think like the material, the material itself. Like I feel like I mean I've had a pair of jeans, a men's jeans from H and M that have lasted me like four years, what? and they still haven't worn through. Like I really? wear them all the time. Yeah, uh-huh. I feel like their denim quality is better. I don't know. I just think that like I, I feel like as someone who has compared men's and women's clothing at a lot of big retailers. Yeah. The men's actually, is usually made a little better. Yeah, you actually made a good point because I know I've gotten Levi's that were mm-hmm. women's Levi's because I was just like, let me try them out. And I ran through them twice and had holes on the thighs. Yeah, but I have this thigh holes. Uh, yeah, I have this... Um, Trying to shame us for, yeah. uh, for our thighs. I cannot How dare that. your thighs touch each it's other? It's so irritating. What? Yeah, it, right? Yeah. I'm like, they touch. Like, yeah. I don't have a thigh gap. I'm sorry. Like, no one has... Th- I've never met a person who has thigh gap. No. I've seen women on, you know, TV. <laughs> yeah. But I've never met a human being who doesn't have thigh gap yeah. or who has thigh gap. Who has, I mean. yeah. yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, I mean, whatever if it's natural. Yeah, fine. But but plus, like on no. the on the subway, we always have to sit with our legs. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're no so kidding. we're so compressed. Of course, our legs are always like rubbing together, yeah. making room yeah. for all the men that are just yeah. sucking up space. <laughs> The man's bed. Yeah. <laughs> Stop breathing yeah. in my space, men. <laughs> Hold your breath around me yeah. or feel my wrath. Yeah, <laughs> but I do feel like I I feel like I have noticed a difference in quality. Like yeah. in I didn't even think about men's that, products right. in general too. Like the razors are better, so I just use all men's stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'd, period, men's deodorant mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah, I just it feels good too. I'm just like I don't know it's yeah. something about men's just going in that section and like you know being next to a dude who's shopping for something. And I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, like <laughs> yes, I'm here. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is something a little rebellious about it. Yeah, I, like it a I lot. love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Straight. How tall are you? I'm five three and a half. Okay. I have on these really clunky shoes right now, so I'm like five nine right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm five five, and that's why I've never ventured into the men's section because I feel like mm-hmm. is there like a petite section for men? I'm yeah. sure they don't call it petite. <laughs> I think they call them boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I was like, I don't know. I can't. I feel like everything I would just have to get tailored if I even yeah. tried shopping. In Depends the, on the fit. Yeah. How you yeah. like it to fit. Do you get do you get a lot of your stuff tailored or like how do you I um well actually since I sew mm-hmm. if I find something I love like I had this jumpsuit that's like so boxy and and bulky I got it in Amsterdam and I just tapered the leg part so that it yeah. fits a little bulkier but then I the, need to do that with my jumpsuit I'm extremely it's jealous nice. of that skill that you have because that is <laughs> expensive to get done yeah yeah anything. I would I, not be able to afford that so. yeah <laughs> how, how long did it take you to learn to sew. Like I, I yeah, sewed in middle school, but like every time I see a sewing machine on sale, I'm like, should I? Because it's, I would love to, yeah, just like slightly tailor some of my clothing. I feel like that would just, it's a good skill ugh. to have. How yeah. did, you, did you, or are you self-taught or did so someone teach you? Mood Fabrics has a, um, it's like not too far from here. They have a um, course that teaches mm-hmm. you how to make a tote bag. So it's free. Cool. Um, oh. And is it free? Yeah, you pay for your like your supplies or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in that um, year, everyone in your life got a tote bag for the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad because I actually uh, didn't even make it to the last uh, uh, class because I was just like, oh yeah, I get this. Like made the tote bag, and I was just like, if I can make a tote bag, I can like alter make, my like, pants. Yeah, 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 I can make pants, and yeah. I have made pants. So yeah, it's. And it, my, um, I remember at the time I was 24 and, you know, money was tight and I was just like $400 for a really nice machine. Like, Ooh, is this worth it? Yeah. And I still have it, still use it. Yeah. And it's probably paid for itself by now. Yeah. And, and I've made stuff. like what, 10, 15 pairs of hands. I still have. And like, people are like, why you made those? I'm like, yeah. Like, Oh, I don't realize that it's like, yeah. Crazy because I'm like, oh, I've been doing it for a while, but I guess you know I didn't. No, know. it's so it's, it's a lost skills, skill. But it, but it's, yeah, and it's a skill that, like, I feel like everyone in like our grandparents' generation, or all the women at least, yeah, yeah. they all knew how to do that because mm-hmm. it was just like kind of they taught, taught to girls. They taught it to, they taught to it everybody school. in in school. I yeah. re- I remember we actually had to make um, boxer shorts. Oh, really? One year <laughs> we just made pillows, and everybody made boxer shorts, That's and we, awesome. we made. Um, but it was like the guys did it with the open fly, and Stop then the women it. like we still had like the <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we didn't have to do the fly. And I was so confused. You're like, huh? Oh, yeah. I was so confused because I, I don't know how guys do things. So yeah. I'm like, why why don't they just pull down their shorts? Right. I think I, like, it why took me did, a while to realize Why do they need a hole pee. to regularly yeah. whip it out of? Like, why can't they just, just lower the down. front? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, I still don't really why understand Why don't you just it. lower your pants it's all the lazy. way to the floor and pee? <laughs> like a toddler. <laughs> Not to the floor. <laughs> though to see like an adult man do that <laughs> that would be pretty funny yeah I, it's sewing is one of those skills that it's like so rare that people have that it's like kind of a cool like party trick skill to have it and like a practical one yeah i mean if we ever get into like a post-apocalyptic situation like the fact that you can do that yeah it's going to elevate you in society is like that's i can make clothing yeah we all need it yeah that's true. i have that skill yeah that's awesome. It's pretty fun, yeah. Do you ever make like? Do you ever make tops or sh- or like um, shirts or anything? I used to. Um, in the beginning, I like had mm-hmm. this like little small clothing line, and I used to just work at it and do everything. And so, like, I had the patterns. I know how to do it if I mm-hmm. want to. But like pants, it was just like I really like pants. Like I can buy a top, but yeah, it's just a lot of work and time consuming. Yeah. And when you're working a full time job, and then you're trying to do stuff on the side, it's like, yeah, it's a lot. So yeah. <laughs> But I do know how to make it if I need to. Cool. 
Okay, let's take a quick break here to remind everyone that our sponsor for this episode is Studio. If you are looking for gift ideas this holiday season, they have a range of stylish headphones and you can get 15% off your order with promo code HOLIGAY. H-O-L-I-G-A-Y. They have a new pair out that my wife Cecilia got. It's the Klar uh, model. They are noise-canceling over-the-ear headphones, and they look awesome. They work great. She loves them. I love my Trey headphones for running. They are seriously, hands down, uh, the best headphones I've ever used for working out. They never fall out. They feel really nice and snug, and I can wear them for like extended periods of time without a problem. Head to studio.com, S-U-D-I-O, to find a style for you or a loved one for the holidays. Okay, now back to the show. Can you make a suit? I would love to make a suit. <laughs> That's like I my want dream. Oh my yeah. god! I know. I don't really have. Do you nice have one? I don't. I have a blazer, <sighs> but like, yeah, it's such pants. a staple, and it's like, it's so cute. It's intimidating for me to think about buying one, though. That's my thing. It's mm-hmm. like I don't. I literally have no idea where to begin. I don't it's know tough. any of the terminology of like what. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, obviously, I could get one custom made, but I don't have like two thousand. It's a lot of money. Right. It's so much it's money, and yeah, I, I've looked into it because the only like affordable, like cheap suits I can get are from like a, a Zara mm-hmm. or a, a Wild Thing, and I've done Zara, but Zara the sizes are small, medium, large. That's it. What? Yeah. Really? It's, they don't have like numbered sizes. That's weird. Not, Is this in the men's or no, no, in the women's for oh. for their suits, and they mm. so it's cool that they have like. A big selection of suits and some pretty awesome suits. Yeah, but I have this one right now where it's like the the medium pants were too big and it, there was like too uh, much material yeah. hanging around my butt. And then so I got the small and those fit, but I can't sit down in them. So oh, I hate that. Um, That's the worst. Again, come to ceremony on December nineteenth yeah. to see me looking see- very uncomfortable. She's gonna be standing the up whole time. the entire yeah. time. Please don't ask her to sit down with you and have a drink. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the only solution would be to just like buy like one off the rack and get it tailored. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But there is, I did notice this company yeah. called Indochino that does like, I kind of like went through the process of it online. I didn't like order it, but I was like, how does this work? And it, it asked you like a billion questions about like your body type and all this stuff. It's meant for men, but I was mm-hmm. like, I think I can still do this for myself. Yeah. Again, the only problem is I've heard be the mixed, shirt. Yeah, I've heard mixed things about yeah. those kind of companies. I might that... be better off just getting like off the rack at like, even like H&M and just yeah. getting it tailored. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably. I'm actually yeah. looking for a suit for the New Year, so I don't Sweet. even know what I'm going to do. But well, yeah. Wild Thing I know has has options. Yeah, nice. um, I like Wild Thing. Yeah, they, Wild they, Thing's they, cool. Yeah, they're a little pricey. Little, a little, little bit. pricey. But it's like, but it's yeah, for better it's quality stuff. It. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's made more for and they have really cool our bodies. pins by the register, and I love enamel <laughs> pins. Yeah. It's um, speaking of man- enamel pins. Yeah. If you uh, want a diking out pin, go to <laughs> Patreon.com/slash diking out. Yes become patron get a pen <laughs> just night for the holidays yeah uh, anyway um suit, suits are especially tricky i feel because so many women have hips mm-hmm. that it's kind of hard to yeah to have it like fit and like right so it looks so it looks good i don't feel like brands are making like i don't know i mean even like women's suits suits like by i guess by by just by, by design by default are kind of masculine mm-hmm. in a way but I feel like the like women who like to dress in a masculine way are kind of like out of luck when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. 
I just think women look so awesome in suits. I know. I think it's they look like better so than men in suits. Cute. I'm yeah. sorry. Like we're we just look better in everything. We do. Um, I we bet. Kill it. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever seen Janelle Monae in a suit? Like, come on. I know. You all right, buddy? <laughs> Karina, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> She's still uh, mad that we roasted her earlier when yeah. she's dropping things. <laughs> dropping or Love throwing, you. I can't tell. Yeah. That was aggressive. That was an she's aggressive like, drop. <laughs> um, yeah, Lena, Lena Waithe has been showing up on red carpets everywhere, just she's putting... the coolest person on earth. Putting all, all the yeah. genders like, to shame. Gold. All the genders Everyone. are put to no shame. No one is as cool as her and yeah. will ever be as cool as her. She's amazing. I'm so proud of everything she's doing. I know. Yes. She is like a queer. Talk about like a style icon. Yeah, yeah, like unbelievable. Who who are some of your style influences growing up? Um, hmm. I really liked Aaliyah's style because she had that like tomboyish, Uh, but still a little feminine touch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so you can be like a little hood, but like not too hood. Yeah, you know, like I like that. Um. Oh, R.I.P. I really like Brandy. Mm-hmm. Like when she was doing Moesha, like yes. she was super cool. I love the baggy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was really yeah. into like the nineties. I love Brandy style. so much. Yeah. Brandy was so cool. I yeah, she was I, so cool. Yeah, I'm like. Everyone I'm not was kidding. trying to be her. Yes. I'm, I'm tearing up right now thinking of Brandy because I love her so much. And then, but then whenever I think of Brandy, I think of Whitney Houston, and that's like something that makes me cry on a regular basis. Yeah. Oh. Carolyn cries once a week about Whitney Houston. Oh, I do. No, I love Whitney. <laughs> I do. They, she comes on uh, at work on the Spotify playlist, and I just like get You're real like, sad. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, Who are some of your like style, your current style icons? Current? Um, it's interesting because it's just like on Instagram. I like mm-hmm. see it's mainly men. Yeah, mine too. I'm just like. It'll, they'll like pause shots as like a Instagram handle and they just like feature a lot of different fashion people. So it's like anyone who has cool style, it's not just this one mm-hmm. person, but I really like Pharrell. I, um, he's one of those people where you don't really know he like does style. So like, mm-hmm. interestingly, if you don't pay attention, but like if you look back from the beginning, um, he's just like grown so much and he's so different and he doesn't really go for the trends he d- does his own thing so mm-hmm. i like that I'm a parent not- with that ranger hat that one time oh that, my god that okay, made me so notice that one, I, mm, yeah, like, that was a miss <laughs> i was over uh, that hat i was like take that hat off yeah. <laughs> but yeah he's sometimes cool. you gotta go for it yeah. sometimes, sometimes i mean but we remember it right we're we talking remember about it, it so. yeah it, that was an iconic an iconic you moment yeah that <laughs> that totally made an impact yeah but men's style for sure it's just like yeah if i just but like you said, like women do it so much better, and it's yeah. just like so. I mine are it. like uh, mine are all dead. Uh, like James Dean, and like I, mm. I just love that like white t shirt, jeans, leather jacket, kind of yes. like you know that like wayward like guy rolling <laughs> through town on a motorcycle. Yes. I don't know, like that kind of whole aesthetic, and it. then like young Marlon Brando and like young Elvis. Like I love like nice. that, like really young Elvis, not like. Like pre-fame Elvis, like mugshot Elvis. Like, oh, okay. I was gonna say like five-year-old like, Elvis. Yeah, when he was a toddler. <laughs> yeah, toddler. Elvis. He w- had a great style. <laughs> I do currently dress like a rich baby boy. Like, <laughs> I, I usually have like a button-up with a sweater. <laughs> that, is that is the, the cutest thing I've ever heard. Description of Sarah. <laughs> 
when you see those little baby oh boys, you're like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, like the little baby boys who are wearing like like Ralph Lauren, you know, like the little the with their nannies, and you're like, I yes. know that baby boy's outfit costs more than my whole wardrobe. I, yes. I rode on and a train here day. with one of them. Yeah. yeah. There was this little boy and, and he was like being adorable. French with his nanny. Yes. Okay, yeah. I get it. That's you're a rich baby boy. There was and that's a rich dress. There's a rich baby boy on the train today who he was like he was like four or five and talking to his his dad um and asked his dad if you could um die from eating too much salt and his dad was like i don't know if you you can die but too much salt isn't good for you but you do need some salt and he's like yes i would agree with that Um, (laughs) he's like i don't think it would be good for your heart if you had too much salt because the heart is the powerhouse of the body and i'm like cracking up it's all true actually (laughs) yeah and he had like Perfect blonde, shaggy hair. Yeah. Like this little rich that kid. Privileged little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and yeah, he that's was wearing my the same shirt as you. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I would say one of my style icons might be Ellen Page. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just personally okay. for me, because I, I like that she's still uh, very feminine, mm-hmm. but she can, you know, pull off a suit, like, when she wants to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She can dress more masculine, but then she can also, like, wear a dress on the red carpet yeah. and, like, kind look of like, stunning. I feel like Janelle Monet kind of has that vibe, too, where she yeah. she can quite literally wear anything yeah. she wants and look yeah. awesome. Um, but, yeah, like, you, you can find photos of her in this, like, Gown and also photos of her in a fucking suit, yeah, yeah. Like a bow tie, and she looks like the coolest person's ever I lived. I love when she wears a suit. She I know. So good. Oh god, she looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. she's awesome. Yeah, her, they're like her really style. nice suits. It's not just like yeah, a basic I mean, her, suit, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see like a Met Gala, like a Met exhibit of all of her yeah. looks. Like she's like on that she's level for me. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean when I when I saw her um, in concert this past year, the outfits on stage were just. Mind blow! Like it was. Did she do a lot like of kind of androgynous style with that show? Or yeah, she she did some of that. She did like a little bit of like an homage to Janet Jackson. Nice. She she wore those uh, vagina pants for the song. Pink. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, she had to bring those out. Right? Yeah, <laughs> iconic. She whipped those out. But like it's. But everything she does is so artful. Mm-hmm. I mean, like her, her style, it, it's just something, it's like on another level where I feel like it's like a, a regular human like me couldn't even no. like get close to that. But she pulls it off and oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I've just adored her. So just from like the way that she does her hair and makeup too with what mm-hmm. she's wearing and yeah. the hats and she's so good at hats and she pays attention to detail. Yeah. 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 How does that happen? How does one How get does like one that? Because I'm a mess. Good style. Like, yes. It's, I feel like it's something yeah. that you're born with. Because I don't have it. No. And it's like, yes, you do. I, uh, I loved your jacket. When you thank came in you. Here, like, I so do cute. love that jacket. I've designed my entire personality around it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I found, I like stumbled upon that jacket in a, really I have nice. a, she's talking about a black leather jacket that I wear in like almost all my Instagram photos. But I came across that jacket in like a, like a vintage store, like a thrift store kind of yes, thing. That's the best place. To find yeah. It. And I found it and I put it on and it was like, you know, like an avatar <laughs> when like the avatar people like match with their horse <laughs> by like connecting their ponytails. Yes. That's what I did with that jacket. Uh, <laughs> it was a moment. Perfect visual. I, like, I, yeah. I was like, Oh, is that, Oh, it's two seventy five. Fuck it. I'm buying You're it. Like, like, I don't ooh, care. I love when it feels yeah, like it was I, made for it you. It literally feels like it was made for me. I'm I never, I will be buried in that jacket. I love it so much. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. What is your stamp? Back to suits for a minute. Yeah. 
necktie or bow tie or no tie? Mm. What do you think? Do, like, do, what do, do you think you would wear? I honestly, I'm not about the ties. Okay. I feel like it's just, I have a short neck. I'm already short. It's just going to cut off something that I'm trying to elongate. Okay. Ah. So I don't like I never it being thought, too oh, jumbled. I guess the tie would do that. Yeah. So if anything, I like maybe opening a little bit at okay. the neck so it just is a little more open. Cause hey. like, so like it's still cool to do that. Okay. It's cool to do that for like me. I don't wear things around my neck either and I just, yeah. I want or, to wear a suit but I don't think a, I want to wear a tie. Yeah, or just like a necklace if you want to do like a statement cool necklace yeah. or something instead. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like that's a little too like butch for me. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. But that's kind of how it I teach their own. Some people look amazing oh, yeah. in it. I just know me. I look like I'm trying too hard. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, that's I already a clip on, am right? trying too hard. I hope <laughs> people know that I'm trying too hard. <laughs> Three days a year I wear a tie. Yeah? Yeah. What are the days of year that you wear a tie? Um, just like- well, this year Halloween took up once, and I only have mm-hmm. two left. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're like timeouts in a football game. You yeah. only get three. Yeah. <laughs> I mean You look cool in it though. I think you you get you can do that kind of Ellen Page thing. Yeah. And pull off like a long tie. I yeah. can see a long, yeah. I don't know about bow tie. I in general don't I've really never know about done bow, bow ties tie. anybody, but some yeah. men I think can pull them off. I don't know. It's just it's I've just, just never little, seen yeah. it done like Other than when I worked at it. Regal Cinemas, as I love to mention, and when, when I first when I first got there, the uniform, the I'm uniform, sorry. I wasn't ready for that. I don't know why the way you said it, almost like this evil way, like yeah. like you like, like a diabolical way. It is diabolical. I work I worked there just for the lesbians, and I dated three of them you there. Did. Oh, yes. yes, Regal Cinemas is a huge part of your, your sexual awakening. None of my intentions were pure. <laughs> That's why there's a twinkle in my eye when I talk about. It. <laughs> uh, yeah, I showed up there and they were like, uh, your uniform is a white shirt with a maroon vest and a maroon Ooh. bow tie. You're like, like, where do I sign? Me Ooh, yeah. <laughs> no wonder so many lesbians work here. Yeah, exactly. All the drawn. gays in the county are at this one yeah. regal. I knew zero like gays before this. <laughs> like a spaceship with the, the, the beam of light that comes down and it's all lesbians that come up. It was really remarkable. Uh, but then like two weeks in, they're like, now we're being uh, sponsored by Coca-Cola, so we're changing over, and now you have to wear a polo shirt, which was uh, quite the downgrade, but also polo still gay. don't flatter anyone. Very gay. Yeah. I, I mean, po- sometimes polo shirts are cool, but like, I guess sometimes they're cool. I don't know. I, I just feel like I can't wear a polo shirt. Like, Neither that's not Or like any mm-hmm. like those rugby shirts or like... No, it's yeah. It's uh-uh. something about the collar. I don't know. I, I have did a hard that time in with the collar. High school, like I told right. you, that was it's. Yeah, I feel like you you put in your time in yeah. polo shirts. <laughs> I'm good. You don't have to wear one ever again. No, I think just <laughs> no, last year you. I got rid of the last of my polo shirts. But going back to ties, I'll wear them just like sometimes. T- to go to work one day, I'm like, I'm going to wear this crisp white shirt and this uh, nice gray skinny tie that I have. That's kind of rad. Just, uh, show up like this. but Just be like, just I just wanted to refresh everyone in the room. Yeah. Okay. Just to confirm. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and Cecilia does the, does the same. And uh, I, I think she kind of actually influenced me on that one because mm-hmm. um, when uh, I first realized that she might be into me and I started stalking her on Instagram, just going through like years of, of photos. I've done um, that. There are some, the, the careful scroll. Oh yeah. yeah, don't, yeah. And then when you do tap. ties, you're like, Oh yeah. If you do it real quick, right. they'll never see it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's there, the worst. There were a few of her in a tie and I'm like, I am digging this look of this woman with this like long yeah. hair and this like tie just showing up to work. Like she means business. Yeah. She sure <laughs> does. I want to mean business. Give me a tie. <laughs> 
That's amazing. Yeah. So, no, so sometimes I'll pull it out, but but it, it is uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, going back to what what we were asking before, help us. Um, how how do we have better style? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's yeah, you're see. The coolest person do in you, the room, so. yeah. You're so silly. As <laughs> the coolest <laughs> person in the room by far. <laughs> Sorry, Karina. You guys are so silly. Karina's going to throw coolest. something I'm else. dead last. <laughs> You guys are so funny. Well, let's see. You said you have style icons that you like, that you admire mm-hmm. things about them. So, yeah. sort of, but I never think to like model anything mm. off them. Though once I did try to do the Kristen Stewart hairdo from uh, when she was at Cannes, and that did not work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I gave up within like five seconds yeah. of trying to pin my hair that way. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Yeah. You're so funny. Um, so I would say, okay, so maybe then is if there's certain colors that you like, mm-hmm. you can maybe start there. So then you're attracted to those colors when you go shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just, I guess, the fit. So I know you guys don't like sew, so mm-hmm. that's, you know. But investing in a tailor ever so often, even if it's just a s- slight little hem or just having a pair of pants that do fit you amazingly and yeah. just knowing that like, okay, this is the brand or this is the size that I like or maybe after one fresh wash, like mm-hmm. it, the, this is when I can wear these pants or something. So, I mean, it, it is a journey. I won't say you're just going to wake up and be like, okay, my style. But I would say focus on like one piece of clothing at a time. Like I, pants were my issue. So I yeah. like figured out how to like get into pants, but I, I couldn't focus on shirts too, or I was be overwhelmed. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not going anywhere. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's gradual. It took me four years to finally look in the mirror and be like, cool. I like this. But yeah. like there were many days where I'm like, you're still, you're still, mm-mm, this is yeah. not it. No, <laughs> you don't have it yet. And I was just like, so what don't I like? Like I had to just look in the mirror and kind of you know, pickle myself and be like, hey, okay, like those shirt, this shirt makes you look too bulky up top and you yeah. don't like that. So maybe let's try a size down, even if we're a little nervous about it. And yeah. you can always return stuff, which is great. Leave those tags on if, yeah. if you're not ready to commit, because sometimes I do that. So yeah, yeah. Th- that's one thing that's helped me a little bit is really being honest with myself about my purchases and also the whole Marie Kondo method of does something spark joy in you? Mm-hmm. So I used to, I've always been someone that's had like way too much clothes, but it was always like, I had a lot of clothes that I felt kind of like, yeah, this will do about rather than having like yeah. a few pieces that I'm like, I fucking love this and want to wear this mm-hmm. all the time. So now whenever I make a purchase, I'm like, is this going to be something that just sits in my drawer right. that I'm buying yeah. because I've, I'm being compulsive? Yeah. Or is this Done something that, that every time I see it, when I open my drawer, I'm going to be like, Oh, yes. Yeah. I love yeah. the shirt. You should be excited about your clothes. Yeah. So, like, going through your wardrobe before you go shopping is probably, like you said, um, something that you should do first. So, you're yeah. like, I know what I have. I know I have this color because I know sometimes I go to the store and I'm like, ooh, I love this color. And I'm like, why do I love it? Oh, because I already have it. Like, yeah. <laughs> know what's in your closet first. Yeah. And then It's like grocery shopping. There. Yeah. Yeah. Clean out that fridge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And make a list and stick to it. Yeah. Exactly. I would I would probably have to like make a list if I was going to go sh- I kind of do in my head like I wait until I need. Mm-hmm. I don't shop I I shop so infrequently because I don't actually like doing it that yeah. I buy like a lot of things at once. But then oh. it all like falls apart at the same time. I'm kind of in that right now mm-hmm. where I'm like I don't like any of my clothes right now. Like yeah. I just I'm just I did get this. I am like wearing it. I'm obsessed with the shirt I'm wearing right now. Yeah. 
I'm wearing a gray sweatshirt with scissors on it, which you'll all see on Instagram. <laughs> I when love I post it. The selfie I took, it's and I bought here. that shirt uh, in the t-shirt style too, just so Sarah and I can be adorable. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, I don't know. I'm just like I'm trying to figure out my my like winter style, mm-hmm. and I I don't know. I'm having a hard time. The other thing is having the right coats. So okay. right now I don't. Ha- I only have black jackets or mm-hmm. like jackets that go well with black and gray clothing yeah and i'm looking for here's the next piece i want i want a camel like not a pea coat what's the difference between like a pea coat and like, like a trench a, coat yeah like a trench coat i guess you want the coat that peter McAllister wears <laughs> yeah. in home alone <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's I want a the burberry i was a burberry i'm actually coat. looking for the same thing so. yeah. yeah yeah i want something like something that i can wear with like Anything that isn't black or gray. Yeah. So that's like kind of that my brown. Yeah. To, like you need that staple. Mm-hmm. And especially in the winter, like you need the black and the brown jacket coat yes. kind of thing. So that's my next thing. And then I think I'll be happy mm-hmm. once I have that. Yeah, I'm I'm it's so funny. I'm looking for that exact same thing. Me and my girlfriend are like, we need that brown, like floor length coat. Like because yeah. I have you saw the black one I'm in. Like yeah, now. Yeah. it's like, yeah, it's good for black, but like when you wanna wear a lighter color, it's not, it's gonna clash. Yeah. So I'm I'm searching high and low. ASOS is like my, my plug for everything, and they don't have oh, okay. it. Okay, I've never gotten anything from ASOS. Get, do they have, do oh they have actual stores, or is it only online? It's only online. Okay. The great thing is, it's um, you can return it, and they give you like a oh, really cool. long, and it's free returns. So okay. you just like put on a little sticker and ship it back if you don't, okay. if you don't love it. But and it's cheap, so cheap. Yeah, I got a suit from there. Really? I've, yeah. I've never even been to their website. It's, I got this I mean, like white floral like suit. You will love, love. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Great. I was nervous at first, and then um, Bobby Hankinson, who is this uh, gay storyteller in New York, he inspires me with his fashion, and he's always wearing these fabulous print suits. Yeah. And I was like, Bobby, where do you oh, get man. these? He goes like, suit. go to ASOS. Mm-hmm. That's like five steps ahead of me, but wouldn't That's it be all fun? I want. To, I know, it's all you want. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so into prints. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What should a lady wear on a first date on a first in terms date. of style? Like, like how different should you dress from your day-to-day on a date? Um, well, I would say, hmm, definitely not too dressy because that looks like you're trying too hard and you're desperate. Mm-hmm. So, but you should put an effort because yeah. you want to show up and make sure, like, the person knows that you care about, like, you know, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I'd say a go-to, like, black pair of jeans is always good. Um, keep it simple. So, like, not anything too bold. I would do a black shoe, black jeans, and then maybe, like, a a subtle color, either mm-hmm. white or gray. Um, if it's the wintertime, maybe a cute little sweater, something like kind of show your body if you want to show your body. If not, then uh, a cute jacket that mm-hmm. kind of complements the outfit but doesn't like steal away from it Mm -hmm. um so being comfortable is a must because if you're not comfortable they're gonna be like oh my gosh like what's wrong like yeah it's gonna affect your body language yeah your body language so wearing something that you have worn before but then just like spicing it up just a teensy bit so Mm -hmm. it just shows that like okay you're not just coming from the gym or yeah yeah so i'm thinking about like when me and my girlfriend first started dating i was like oh subtle Mm -hmm. but still like, I'm trying a cool. little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just because I want to impress you. I want <laughs> right, you to, like, right. yeah, so. <laughs> Great. All right. That's kind of what I go for, too, I guess. Yeah. You don't do too much? Actually? I don't do too much. I try not to do too much. And yeah. I try to go with, like, a real safe bet as far as, like, what I know I'm comfortable exactly. in. You know? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I kind of struggle between, like, 
jeans versus like pants. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, cause one, cause I think pants I tend jeans, to seem so. a little more, I really <laughs> like them. I've gotten lucky. I'm, I'm six feet tall and I'm like pretty much pretty like lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I kind of have like a, like a more masculine, like just genetically, I just have more masculine right. frame so I can still wear men's jeans. It is hard though, because we don't have, I mean, I have hips, but I, and I have thighs, but mm-hmm. not like I don't know. So the those kind of so I have a hard time with like below the knee. Okay. I always want it to taper more than it does mm-hmm. because I have to get a bigger size in men's in order to fit my waist. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a whole struggle. Every once in a while I find something that's perfect, but um but yeah, I like to do like the jeans, the button up, yes. the sweater over it. I'm like built for winter. Yeah. Like summer is that shit's off the table. I, I can't know. look yeah, it in the summertime. It's, it's so a struggle gross. for me it's as well. It's such a struggle. I'm like I want to wear I don't wear jean shorts because yeah. it's just that rubbing. I don't like I'm to wear sweating. shorts at all. Like I really yeah. don't feel comfortable Neither in that. Neither do I. And I it's like god those 5 months out of the year are just terrible. You just want to yeah, <laughs> hibernate in that AC like. Yeah. <laughs> I just came across a picture of me from years ago wearing capri pants oh and I wanted my. to scream <laughs> at myself. Oh I my wore God. them too. I, I so oh yeah, sad about I wore it. them. I wore and, them. And, and, and every like, time in like 2002. Ooh, yeah. 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 But when Pedal I pushers. when I put yeah. them when I put them on, I always felt like it aged me by like 20 years. <laughs> you know, I like they weren't flattering for me no, at all. I'm like, they're not flattering they're not for anyone. Flattering like, for anyone. They're maybe, not meant for anyone. Yes. Awful. They were awful. I'm like, why, why did I, you know, and, and that was me like thinking I was trying to be stylish or on trend. Cause like, this is what mm-hmm. is on all the stores and everything. Mm-hmm. But I didn't listen to my gut and I was like, no, it, if I feel very uncomfortable in this, it probably means I'm being stylish because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. beauty is no, too safe. Yeah. I also just had this horrible flashback to this date I had in college uh, where I, I asked this woman out to, to dinner and I picked out what I thought was a great outfit at the time. <laughs> and now looking back, it's like something Ooh. that maybe I'd wear to a job interview. And I don't know. <laughs> I wore like black dress pants and then this button up shirt, but it was like the material of it was like, weirdly like a little bit of stretch in it you know and it was like pink black and white thin stripes going through it was a lot going on yeah it was ugly yeah i know (laughs) and i I didn't have pink hair at the time that would have made it like yeah yeah yeah. but yeah i wore that and like black boots but like black dress but it was definitely i was dressed like it was business casual not even business casual it's just business yes just straight <laughs> business yeah straight up board meeting yeah oh yeah. my god with That's somebody amazing. with somebody who was like this like chill stoner yeah. chick yeah, like, yeah. Like, read the room on that one I, right? know. I don't know she just wore all black <laughs> yeah 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 and uh yeah well that didn't is we- wearing forward. all black i love doing that Cause it feels safe. Like yeah. that's kind of like, I feel like wearing all black is like, is not only really cool, but also like you can't really fuck it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm always about like, I dress for my mood. That's why it's like, when you're like asking for a style, I kind of like, I don't know. Some days I'm colorful. Some mm-hmm. days I'm super baggy. Some days I want to be tailored in all black. And it. Like today, I'm like it's raining. Oh um, yeah, this I, is an all black kind of day. Yeah, I'm like I need the black. Like yeah. it's not a colorful day for yeah. me. Yeah. But Cool. Yeah. That's another reason that summer is miserable for me because I'm all my shirts are uh, black. <laughs> <Everybody. laughs> yeah. And out of tracks that heat. Yeah. Ugh. I'm like dripping under. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. I hate it. I yeah. only wear all black when I play laser tag. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you say when I put like it's a regular part I of your life. Like, well, yeah, of course I wear black to laser tag. Yeah. I may or may not have played 
laser tag in the past few weeks. Of course. <laughs> and have that, plans to do it again soon. Maybe. That is precisely in line with what I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> that is too cute. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, do you have any other, like, go-to style places that for, like, queer women? Queer women. Yeah. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um. Well, I know when you were talking about suits, I don't know if you're at a bindle and keep. Yes. Bindle and keep? Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't heard yeah. of that. I, I like will. watched this documentary about him and I was just like, whoa, like when I have the money, I'm going there for a suit. So yes. Yeah. That's definitely Kieran French I told you about. Um uh, Sheila the Sheila the designer. She's a queer designer. She makes some stuff. I know I know she's made some stuff for Lena Waithe, I believe. Cool. But oh. she's on Instagram, woman of color, like just so cool. She makes these like um overalls that are like insane. I don't have any because I'm just like can't afford it right now. But mm-hmm. I'm like it, I I got my eye on it and like everything she posts, like she's just so good and so like kind of like I don't know. She's not like too out there. Mm-hmm. So like that makes it even more cooler because it's like exclusive. But like a lot of uh, celebrities have worn her stuff, queer and non-queer. Mm-hmm. And she's just, you should check it out. Sheila, the designer. And I just love her. Her stuff is cool. nice. Really nice. Right on. I'm like drawing a blank because I'm so bad. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to be like, I should have had a list, you know. Wild Fang is cool too. Wild Fang, for sure. I have a shirt from there. If like, more come to mind, uh, we can just throw it up on our Facebook page. Yeah. Any like Instagram handles to follow and, and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yes. Um, I guess we can, unless there's anything else you want to talk about, we can move on to our listener question. Yeah, I'm, we, I'm, I'm open. Yeah. All right, <laughs> cool. So the question this week, this mm-hmm. one made me a little sad. Uh, I have been with my fiance for three years and we got engaged in March. We've been struggling since then in just about every area. Sad face. The sad face might have triggered my sadness. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, not to go in too much here, but we haven't slept together in over six months. Hmm. I've brought it up several times and have been shamed for it in a variety of ways. I was blamed for struggling with body image issues that were quote unattractive, uh, told I was too sexual or then not sexual enough. Etc. I feel like we have reached an impasse, particularly after our most recent fight when she told me that she refuses to consult with a couple's counselor. Uh, I feel so confused because I do love her, but I am not sure that this is the healthiest situation for me anymore. Do you think uh, there is any worth in trying to take a break and then reconvene, or should I consider this a hopeless cause? I think you know the answer to this. Yeah, I think I feel like sometimes. issue like this issue is not necessarily like it's not the disease but it's the symptom like it's yeah. pointing to some larger issues mm-hmm. yeah you know um and especially if you're if you're being like shamed for anything first of all especially for wanting to have sex with your partner like come on that yeah. you shouldn't be shamed for right. that like yeah. that's not you're not no that's bullshit yeah and if you're being gaslit into believing that you have that you're the one with a problem because you want this then I think that's not really cool. Yeah, yeah. six months without that's having sex long. is not yeah, normal. It's, def- it's absolutely worth going to a couple's counselor for if you, yeah, if if you, you want to save you, it. Yeah, if you, if you want to save it. But that, That's the biggest red flag to me is that she's not willing to right. open up and... Um, and even talk and about it with someone. And explore it and talk yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, like having having a dry spell is not necessarily a mark of like, oh, it's over, like this is right. done for. 
But that is something that can alert you to like, oh, something needs to change. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it can help to talk to someone, you know, on the outside and a counselor Mm -hmm. who has experience in that. Um, So why wouldn't you want to do everything you can to fix that and Mm -hmm. keep growing the the relationship? Yeah. Uh, This is not somebody you should marry. No, (laughs) no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so either. It's yeah, there's there's definitely some deep rooted issues, but it's also like. You guys started this relationship and like found love. It's been three years. So like you obviously care about this person, but Mm -hmm. it's like what, this is why therapy is necessary because it's like, so what are some things that triggered this dry spell? Like on her end or your end, like who's the one that said they had body issues? Is it the girl or That was was a little bit I was kind of confused about that. Yeah, I didn't really get that part, but. But, but yeah, whoever like, has body issues, like obviously that's something that's deep rooted yeah. as well. And it's like, of course, yeah, I don't want to have sex because I'm not feeling my body. But then it's like your job to like reassure this person. But then if you shouldn't be shamed for wanting to have sex with someone that you love. Right. So it's also yeah. like if I'm trying here and you're not working with me, then it's like, what's the point? Like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's indicative of like, what else am I going to try to do that yeah. you're not going to give a shit about? Yeah, yeah. You, know? you can only do so much. And then yeah. you're like, all right, I'm going to, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, three years is a lot of time to invest with a person. But I also believe that relationships can be chapters in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's it feels hopeless when you when you break up after that amount of time, but yeah. it's not hopeless. Like I, maybe you guys just aren't meant to be together. If you, if this is like, if this is happening already, I yeah. know it's hard because you're engaged, but, mm-hmm. um, as you can be engaged again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You can be engaged again. Uh, it, do not get married. Yeah, yeah. don't get married. Does that mean, if you're having these at problems at the very least, now, just don't get married. That's you can be together, but yeah. like, don't entangle your lives legally. And then, have to because I can tell you right now, getting married is not going to fix anything. Mm-mm, getting married yeah. to someone is the beginning of, you know, an entire life. You know, so like scary. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but it's it's the same way when when people have kids to repair a marriage. Mm-hmm. It never works that way, and you can't yeah. get married to repair a relationship. Marriage Absolutely doesn't not. make anything easier. No. no, it makes nothing easier. So if you're struggling before the point you get married, like this month, like you know, every couple has its its issues. I'm not saying that you have to be perfect and like never fight ever or anything Mm -hmm. like that but you should not be having like these kind of unresolved issues Mm -hmm. that you can't move past if you can't move past this life is gonna throw at both of you so much more difficult and Mm -hmm. um just like hard awful shit like life can be so fucking cruel that if you can't get through this stuff together that just kind of like concerns the both of you Mm -hmm. and doesn't even have like these outside factors that could influence yeah. your life like and you can't move past that like good luck with the other stuff it's not yeah. gonna happen and if your question is like do i just take a break versus breaking it off i this one sounds like i don't think a break would i don't know no. i always mm-hmm. think that breaks just prolong the misery yeah and then and then because you're it makes it confusing. Yeah, yeah it makes it confusing you're not letting yourself um move on you're not letting yourself grieve the relationship mm-hmm. and then you feel like the second that you feel lonely or alone for a second you're like oh my gosh I should be with that person again you right. know it can kind of give you like a false sense mm-hmm. of of what's right mm-hmm. um it's yeah I mean this is some I, I don't think you should ever if you're gonna spend your life with someone I don't think you should ever be at an impasse about anything with them yeah. like an impasse is not that that's not 
that's not good. Like yeah. there should never be anything with this person theoretically that you cannot get through together. Yeah. Like that's the, that is like, a, <laughs> that's pretty much what a marriage is. is that's like, the thing. It's, being, yeah. it's the whole thing. It's yeah. being with someone who you are literally going to move through life with. Yeah. So if, and, and not, not even the fact that it's like, like even the whole like sexual aspect of it aside, that part that sexual satisfaction is a huge huge part of a relationship Mm -hmm. and it's something that each person in a relationship deserves and but the fact that she's not willing to work on it with you the fact she's not willing to work is like the like you said carolyn the bigger the bigger part of that yeah like this is a person like what if you you know down the road you're you're going to be getting through illnesses together Mm -hmm. like possibly kids together yeah. major purchases together like big yeah. things yeah. and if you can't if, if this person's not willing to work with you for anything it's if you're a at an impasse battle yeah and it's yeah. like and you're gonna end up doing you know someone's gonna end up doing more emotional labor over time and that just kind of wears you out yeah yep so break up with her yeah life's sorry. too short so, like that, <laughs> sorry i would like yeah yeah, yeah. Six there's months. a consensus yeah. in the room yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and then if you do it soon enough, you can come to our soup party in New York on <laughs> December 19th and have a healthy rebound. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Get your sexy on. It's the whole point of the party. Yeah. <laughs> yes, rebound the whole point of the show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Put on a suit and have some sexy times. Yeah. <laughs> All right. um, Stray, where can people find you on social media and follow you? Yes. uh, Instagram, it's Stray, like Stray Cat, Days, D-A-Z-E. So cool. Find me there. That's a cool, even your Instagram handle is cool. Thank you. Yeah. Also, I've been staring cool. at your glasses this entire They're, time. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> they are Thank amazing. Yeah. Amazon. Are perfect. Really? What? Yeah, I know. Are they like, are they prescription? They're not. Oh, cool. I just, I love glass. I've always yes, wanted to. I want glass. I will actually, actually do need them. But like, <laughs> I mean, you could just pop out the frames and then. Yeah. Get the prescription. They are really stuff. cool, Thank though. Thank you. And they like have these cool little like things on the side that like go on the end. OMG. Ah. I'm obsessed, too. So. They are perfect. <laughs> Thank you. They are perfect. I love them so much. I've been mm. staring this whole time. I know. Time I've like, kind of been staring at <laughs> I'm getting like just gradually more envious of them. <laughs> I'm like, I need those glasses. <laughs> right? Go on Amazon. Just type in gold round frames and they have like so many cool ones. Cool. Okay. And great. you can look like straight, too. Yeah. yeah. You look so fly with them with that jacket. Oh, thank you. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Thank you for that affirmation. You're yeah. very welcome. <laughs> uh, also, if you think that you have cool style, uh, share it with us. Yeah, yeah. Post we want to see yourself and tag us. Yeah, and then we'll we'll promote you. Absolutely. And be like, look at this. At the very least, we'll style. give you heart eyes emojis in the comments. Yeah, at, <laughs> at a minimum. All right. Uh, you can follow us at Diking Out on um, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can follow me at TGI Carolyn. You can follow me at the Sarah York on both Twitter and Instagram. And Karina, where can people follow you? <laughs> Hello, Karina has fans. You guys, <laughs> my Instagram is Karina underscore Strom, and my Twitter—I need to change my Twitter. <laughs> no, we love it. Is crispy with a K. Yes. Underscore cream. K R E E N. Like crispy cream. I love it. That's but great. Crispy cream. Just barely <laughs> avoided copyright infringement with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cute. That is. I look forward to building an army of Karina stands. Yes, Everyone loves please. her. That I posted a photo of Karina on my Instagram and literally it got like a thousand likes. Like oh everyone's God. obsessed with her. 
Yeah, even my sister was like, that's not how I pictured Karina. I was yeah. like, I don't know what people were thinking. What did you expect? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. I don't know. Well, uh, it, it kind of is. Like, oh, I didn't expect her to be like a really, like a like a beautiful human. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Were you, what did you think she was? We yeah. find her under a bridge? Like, yeah. What, right? you, what do you think like, we get our interns? A little, a little awesome. troll on a laptop? Like, <laughs> You guys are all assholes. Yeah. <laughs> New Yorkers are good looking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for decking out with us this week. And we hope you join us again next week. All right. Bye. 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 Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.